Today's episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then hit up DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com to book a training session. We offer specialized sports training from football to track and field and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to get better off the ball, or you're an athlete wanting to improve your speed and agility, we have something for you over at DNA. Visit dnasportsdenver.com right now and sign up. back wow took a little hiatus it's a little vacation but a little hey, time off sometimes you gotta do that in order to come back right what's up brother how you doing feels good it feels like a long time no see but i see you all the time still see you all the time it's been a long time other time i call it yeah you know been doing other stuff and um you know we're back it, as 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 long as like some of that stuff takes to do like the season and things like that and and to 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 go through and finish that, it also happens so quickly too. It and does. Here man. it is, freaking, you know, November. Uh, happy Veterans Day! Mm-hmm. Shout out to all those who served and all those currently serving veterans across you know the country and across the world, station wherever you are. Uh, we appreciate your 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 service and your sacrifice for this country and for for people like us to be able to do stuff like this and to be able to coach football and be able to coach basketball and track and everything that we do. So shout out to all the, all the folks that that have served or are serving. We appreciate your, your sacrifice for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. We can't go on with this episode without definitely touching on that and giving our thanks to everybody who has done what they have to do for us to do this. I figure, man, you know, it's uh, nowadays it's, it sometimes can be controversial and you know, um, but when it comes to that, bro, that sacrifice, there's no controversy to it, man. Like we, we, you know, they, the folks sacrifice for, for us to have controversy about whether or not it could be controversial. You know what I mean? Like yeah, for sure. that, that, that sacrifice is part of the payment for that, man. And so, um, if I, if we were to, to not be appreciative of that, man, it'd be wrong of us. So I just got to make sure I, I give that shout out to start things, bro. But what's up, dude? We're back, bro. God damn. We're back. It's been a minute, you know, but, uh. It's been a great little hiatus, honestly. Like, I miss this. I miss this connection, this conversation. But we've been having it off camera a little bit because, yeah. again, we've been going through it, right? Yeah, man. But shout out, you know, shout out to you for uh, for putting putting through with the the Wolfpack this year, the whole org. You know, well, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. I know you're going, but no, I was actually going to get into that. It's been, you know, it was a great journey. You know, starting an organization is is unreal. The stress that comes with it, and sometimes, you know especially when it's unplanned it comes even harder to deal with you know but you know some people either shy away from it and some people step up to the plate and we've had great people to step up to the plate in order for this to happen and you know it it wasn't just one person or one man or two mans or or you know two a, co- a couple people <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and the, you know it was a whole team bro the families the kids that played and That's right. and all the coaches that went in and played and coached these kids and taught them the game it was a su- successful season we had all three of our teams make the playoffs um two of which 
made the championship games. Shout out to our youngins. They made one of those championship games. And then our older 7th and 8th grade team, shout out to Coach Martinez and his staff, man. They do an amazing job. Big shout out, fellas. And they won the Silver No Co Championship. And they deserve it so much. Those kids went through so much adversity last year. You know, we talked about it on this pod before where their season got stripped from them last year. And they didn't have the support of their board and the backing of their board to to fight that battle with them and i made the commitment to that coach and that team last year when that happened that i was going to stand by him through thick and thin and that was one of my goals this year and i made sure to do that whenever they had a need i wanted to be there for them and you know same vice versa coach art was there for me and my needs and he stepped up to the plate and and took on this journey with me so shout out to him because Without him and his passion for that team and us coming together, we wouldn't have been able to give those boys another great year to kind of, you know, go into NOCO and compete with some older kids, too, and, and win. Yeah. yeah, big shout out to Art and his and his squad, man, uh, and his coaching staff, dude. That's great accomplishment um, for a first-year organization to have that sort of representation throughout the league and to make the playoffs. Our guys, you know, we uh, we fell a little short from the ultimate goal, but we were also, you know, we weren't ha- we weren't happy with just being there, but we were definitely proud to be there based off of all the hard work these boys put in, a lot of new kids. And, uh, you know, for first-year representation of that organization, bro, um, you know, give you big ups for, for all the work that you do behind the scenes that sometimes, like, we don't see it, uh, us as coaches, um, parents, they don't get to see all that hard work that goes in behind the behind the scenes as in running an organization, even just being a youth football organization. Like some can think it's not much, but there's a lot of behind the scenes work to go through. And I know sometimes it got frustrating, dude, but I got to give you your flowers, dude, because you, you you stuck through it. And uh, like you said, you, you, you wanted to see it through. You had an obligation to other teams and other other coaches to see it through. And I just give you props, bro. I appreciate you. uh all the all the work that you put in to make that happen. Appreciate it, brother. Um, you know, but sometimes, you know, I appreciate the thanks, um, but it's not really needed sometimes because you get rewarded in seeing the yeah. happiness of others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for and, sure. And to see the growth of others. And, and you said it, we weren't happy with losing the championship. And I think if we play that game back, it's going to be a different result. I don't know if we win the game, but I know it would be a different outcome of how that game went. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm extremely proud with – the way our team, not only the players, but the parents as well, were able to come together and bond in such a short period of time. I mean, we have a lot of returning players, but we have a lot of new players as well. And it seems like we truly have a family yeah. on our young team, bro. The parents back us as coaches. We back the parents as, you know, as our supporters and the players are supported by both of us and the players support each other too you know like there was a time where we were contemplating not playing our championship game at all and just forfeiting it if we didn't play without our brother yeah and you know for little kids to make a decision like that without being told to make that decision it speaks volumes and a lot of them are playing are, are starting to you know play other sports and majority of them are actually wrestling on the same wrestling team right now so you know it's it's exciting to see all of our guys out there um, 
you know, competing in other sports and some of them doing it together, right? We have some over at North Glen with Coach Josh, and then we have some down at North with Coach Zach. And I can't wait to be at the tournaments, and hopefully they could compete against each other, right? What would it be? It would be dope to see Matthias and DJ on the map, bro, battling at state for first and second. That would be the the proudest moment for me. You know what I'm saying, bro? So. And, you know, that's a goal to see, and that's what I'm going to root for, and, and, and that's the reward, and that's all the things I, I need, bro. And then to see Art and them boys do what they're doing, shout out to their quarterback, Dono. He, I mean, if you don't know him, and you better get to know him because he's a nationally ranked wrestler wow. at his age, and he's a young kid who's wrestling young high school kids and beating them. So, you know, we got some talent over here at the Wolfpack, and we plan to only build on that. So if you're out there and you want to come out, for a great organization who's going to put love, support, backing, and 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 fundamentals and knowledge behind your kid and teaching him this game of football and life lessons, come on over to the Wolfpack. And the, the one you thing I'll say, dancing in your videos. <laughs> That's going to say the one thing I'll say about about. Um, I'm pretty confident I can say this about all all levels in the in the organization, um, but I know I can say this about our team, and I can say this about you because I, I know um, where you're at and where your mind's at and I haven't seen anything otherwise. Um, but the, 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 we put football first. We put these kids first. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not you joking around about dancing in your videos and all that, but I see a lot of grown men with pride mm-hmm. and, and, and online talking about boasting and bragging and, and down in other teams and, and whatnot. And, you know, whatever. It's it's nice to talk your stuff every now and again. Like, hey, I give it to you. Talk your crap. You know, we we, we talk our, our our stuff too. But at the same time, there's another thing about getting your pride and emotions in the way of a football game that has nothing to do with you. All you're doing is either coaching it or supporting it. It's these kids that play the game. These kids that have to grow up, continuing to play the game. And at this level, uh, shout out to Jacob Cordova over at North because I saw mm-hmm. him post this the other day. Um, at this level, like if you're not trying to get kids to the high school level. Level, ready to play football, ready to ball out and knowing what they're doing. What are you doing coaching at this level? Because this level in about, you know, it's nice to have all the accolades. It's nice to win, you know, your, your championships and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But at this level, the main focus isn't being champions or isn't, you know, winning all the games and that you can win. You want to do that. That's extra. The whole main focus of this level should be to get these kids ready to play high school football. So they go into high school ball, knowing what they're doing, understanding offense, basic offense, basic defense, basic special teams, and understanding how to how to take hits and deliver proper hits and things like that. Like, dude, all the other bullshit, like – it, it, it drives me nuts sometimes seeing it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, sometimes we get caught up in some of that competition as, yeah. as, as teams because the kids, they love the competition as yeah. well. You know, I think a lot of people who are involved in a lot of that unnecessary competition kind of get caught up in it and, and just get lost in it because they're their kids also want to be competitive, right? Yeah. But they got to remember that it is about development and it is about the future of them and making them better people in life. And sometimes you could compete, but you if you get lost in competition, that's where you become that cocky, arrogant, 
asshole who who gets blinded by your own cockiness and you get caught up you know and and we have to develop kids to become better people in life and not really focus on those things and of course our goal is to win but our goal is to win on and off the field that's why we have awards like the walter payton little yeah. man of the year award yeah. where you know if for our viewers if you're not familiar with the walter payton walter payton man of the year award in the nfl that award is given to players who you know go above and beyond off the field and do for their communities and do for others. And, you know, that's usually given to, to special individuals within the NFL, you know, and that's what I want to build with our organization. I want to give that award out to kids through our organization because that's what means the most to me, you know? So we, you know, we're going to do things like that to, to elevate these kids on a whole other level. So that way they're not only are they thinking com- competition on the field, but they're trying to compete in life and be the best people in life. Yeah. And I think maybe, I mean, cause there's not, like I said, there's nothing wrong with like talking your noise and, you know, as long as there's mutual respect before exactly. and after the game, man, like I think that's where it gets a little out of hand. Sometimes it just gets a little disrespectful. It Maybe does. it's an unintended disrespect. Obviously, you know, the hardest part, like especially with social media, is, is finding context and words when there's no tone or anything behind them words. So sometimes it can be a little confusing and it's really more more than what it what it really is. But um, at the same time, man, it's just have mutual respect for everybody and get out there and, and, and show some love and play some ball and teach these kids how to ball up right. But, man, one other shout-out as we're on the topic of what's new. Yeah. Yo, shout-out to North High School, Denver North Football. Um, dude, as a as a, a Viking alum from 2001, fucking, it was great to see the reaction. Yeah. Um, all, all week long online, bro, since North was, you know, was was notified they're making the playoffs the reaction to see people online like from all walks all years you know um part of a lot of alumni groups like threads and things like that on 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 facebook and, and instagram or whatever but it was cool bro like it, it it brought a lot of pride and shout out to esco and his staff david frank yeah. Uh, Jacob, you know the whole squad, the guys that we go back with, but also the 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 whole you know the whole fucking coaching staff and the whole yeah. administration over there. That's big, big accomplishment for the community, man. It was dope. Yeah, man, it it truly was dope, and and that's why you know I've been telling people that it's been truly a a, a remarkable year for me, a successful season as a football coach, as a fan, as a parent, as a friend, you know, because I've got to be a part of a lot of great things. And one great thing was this group of kids that are now seniors at North. You know, this was one of my last future teams. Um, This group has been together for a really long time. Shout out to coach David. You mentioned him before. Um, He's been coaching some of these kids since they were really, really young tykes, kind of like our Wolfpack. Yeah. Um, You know, Elijah, the Scott, the Elijah Bergs, you know, all those kids were with coach David for a long time. Lorenzo, you know, and then Frankie went over after he was playing with us over at the Montbello Falcons, he went over and played with him. And so to coach Frank, and then it was Frank, David and Clayton and you know all yeah. of them were coaching up those young boys for all those years and then when they played futures for us I finally went over and helped them their eighth grade year at, over at Wheat Ridge and that's how I got my foot in the door at Wheat Ridge and and you know they've been together for such a long time and you can truly see it on the field yep. and it's remarkable just to say you know I was just a vessel along their journey 
and their journey's still going. And it's remarkable to watch that journey just to say, you know what? At one point, I was that Uber that they called to get to their next destination. <laughs> and now I get to watch them as they go on the rest of their path to success. And it was remarkable, bro, watching Frankie out there. You know, that's my nephew. Shout out to him. So I've been watching and coaching him for a really long time. So it's no surprise to me when I see this kid make plays that most people think he's not going to make because of his stature. Yeah. There's a lot of people who doubt him and doubt athletes in general because their size. But, you know, there is something to say about the fight in the dog and not the size of the dog, you know, and that kid is definitely embodies that. So For shout sure. out to him. But it's also special to see Lorenzo out there balling and the connection that him and Lorenzo have. And then Berg out there with some of those amazing hits last night. Yeah, him he and was, Scott he was not just, afraid of it, bro. Him and Scott were bringing the thunder, bro. And, you know, and then you got kids like Eli was playing excellent. Elijah, from DN perspective, was lights out, bro. And, yeah. and, you know, to watch all those kids just come together and then the newer kids that are coming on board with them and, 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 and the team, the whole team in general at North, bro, is, is just, it's amazing to see that senior class, but not only that, some of the younger kids that we may not have had the opportunity to coach, but we know. And, you know, um, a lot of them are Coach Jacobs' kids, and 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 they're just such a good group, bro. That's a great staff over there, and I'm beyond proud and excited for not only North's future, but what they did this year and, yeah. and the records they made and making the playoffs after all those years. Right, yeah. Sitting there with Coach Mark, a representation of the last time they'd been to the playoffs 40-something years ago, yeah. to watching them play with him. You know, it was it was dope, bro, because I'm sitting there. We're talking about the last time he made the playoffs as a Viking. And we coached with them trying to make the playoffs as yep. a Viking. And we weren't able to do it. Yep. There was shout out to, you know, Josh and, and, and Eric, Eric Flores, Josh Duhon were in the yep. crowd. You know I, saw, I, mean? I saw them and talked to them, too. Former players. And, you know, just to see the support of North and all the alum out there. And it was beautiful. Do we have more people there than I think Holy Family had? Yeah, it was it was an amazing feeling to be in that in that crowd, bro. And you know, unfortunately, they didn't get the outcome that we all wanted and hoped for. But yeah. you know, it's all perspective. Success is always in the eye of the beholder, and how you value and and see success. And for me, as a, as a fan, as a spectator, as a coach, it's been successful, yeah. even though we didn't get that championship. And I hope some of the North football team can take some kind of pride. And the fact that they did something that 40-something years weren't able to do, yep. that's success, young man. And be proud of yourself for that. Yeah, man. Shout out to that senior class. We talk about it all the time, um, you know, having a special group of seniors and having some of the senior groups that we've got to coach over the years. We've had them on the show, Brandon, Michael, and Elias, and, and mm -hmm. Donovan and that group. Uh, this group has proven to be a very, very, very special group of seniors. Shout out to that whole group. You mentioned a bunch of them, you know, Frankie, uh, uh, Elijah, you know, what about, you know, Jack Gordon, who's, who, who's just blown up to be a really good football player, man, from, from where he started to where he's at. He's just turned into a really good athlete. I'll get to see him again in track. Uh, you know, Scotty, 
uh, Miguel Romero, who wasn't gonna wasn't gonna play this year, man, and yeah. and they, and they Scotty and them convinced him to come out. Great punter, and yeah, man, he ended up having a really great se- uh, senior season. So shout out to, to to them, you know, Eli, you know, Achilles, yep. like Carter, Michael Van, Carter, like Michael Van, dude, Gabe, the, you know, Gabe was out this game, but you know, Gabe, all those kids, bro, there's seniors, so many dude. of them, such that, a special group. You know, sorry if we're not mentioning you right now, but we are thinking of you. There's so many of you guys yeah. that that we've been a part of and and it truly is a special group and and before we even get out of the topic about them bro i have to give a special shout out to to my bro-in-law and, and coach frank dardano bro because yep. you know you played with them and and that dude, that dude embodies north bro like yeah he he truly loves north and, and he has a passion for seeing north succeed and and it meant a lot to him to play be able to coach and watch his son and his son play and break records and, and make the playoffs. And I know it hurt a lot last night because, you know, this very well could be his his uh, last coaching season. You know, I don't yep. know if he's going to hang it up. I don't know if what the plans are, but I know he's been coaching for 20-plus years, bro. And, you know, to, to end it with, with your boy making the playoffs and breaking all kinds of Doing records, something that hasn't been done forever. That's, that's a way to hang up your whistle, if you ask me. But, you know, I just got to give a special shout-out to him, bro, because it's just truly a blessing to talk football with him and, and to learn from him and, and, and to have the opportunity to not only have him in my family but to coach with him because it's it's I've truly learned a lot from him in life and in the game of football so shout out to you bro oh yeah shout out Frank I sent him a little text message earlier this week man I'll keep private but you know echoing the same things you said man um shout out to David and for, sure. and for sticking through um he was one, he was on the staff my first year with with North uh, I believe it was his first year too um, but you worked together in, in futures, and mm-hmm. we had a great first run at that that JV season. My first year, like that was a fun run, and so to see him be able to stick through and watch his boy have a great game on defense yesterday, mm-hmm. I thought I thought Elijah played really really well, and um, to be able to see that dude, I know I know for him that's that's something that he stuck through it for. You know, to be able to see moments like that. So big shout out to Coach David, um, and Jacob, and you know, for for like you say, you talked about his little group, and you know, it's it just it's just it brought a lot of pride to me, bro. I, I was super excited to see North do their thing, man. And we we didn't get that result, but to see all the people in the crowd do that was so damn cool. Seeing a bunch of people that I ain't seen for a while, seeing a bunch of people come back to, from, from teams that we've coached, and it was just good to see what it did for the community, bro. It was, it was very positive. Two old North side schools, mm-hmm. you know, you know, uh, I, w- I got to tell that story all year, all see all week long about how, you know, Holy family used to be in the North side. Yeah. I remember that they used to practice at Rocky mountain and, you know, they got a nice facility. They, they got a really nice facility That's because they also have a pretty nice tuition <laughs> to get there. Um, it, it was dope. You know what? You know what I got to say too, before we move on from, from this topic and from North, it is truly special from when we coached there, we started to see the change, right? And culture and, yeah. and fan support. And, and we had fans crowds like that throughout our duration of coaching there. And it's truly remarkable to see, especially the student body. Yeah. The student body comes out and support and they're rowdy, bro. And it's truly great. But what I challenge everybody at North and future North classes is to continue to build around athletics. Yeah. There's too many kids who walk through the halls of these schools, and not only North, all high schools that walk through the halls yeah. and don't compete in sports. Yeah. 
right? It's okay if you're doing other things and sports aren't your thing. I get that, right? But if you're somebody who's played sports all your life and then you get to high school and you just are afraid, intimidated, or just feel like you don't want to do it no more, you're not doing yourself a service and you're really missing out on a great experience throughout high school. So you'll make your school better and you'll make yourself better in the long run. Just go out and play for your sports teams, play football, play baseball, run track, play softball, play basketball, swim, do whatever they have. Yeah. I think, I think, dude, I think the importance of extracurriculars um, for your high school experience is, is it's probably up there in the amongst the top of things that you should do. Um, I think it just enriches your, your whole experience, bro. It's just a better, you know, a better overall experience, man. You get to learn so many different things that you don't necessarily learn in real life um, yeah. situations. Like you get to learn, you get to, well, not necessarily learn, but you get to practice so many different things, so many different disciplines. And, mm. you know, you get to work out working with people, working out problems with people. You get to work out working out problems with yourself and problems with what your technique is. You get to work that out and practice that, man. And then it, it, you come back to, everyday life and have them situations arise where you got to work through something. There's nothing like athletics that, that help you, you know, learn a lot of that stuff. And so, yeah, definitely echo your, your sentiment, um, get out there and and, and participate in something. Like you don't even have to be competitive, just participate in something, you know, it's, it's better for you overall. And it's, it's just better for, for the community, man. Like, you you know, idle hands are the devil's playground. Yeah. And, and, you know, North, you know, making the playoffs, they can still build off this too. They have a lot of seniors, they're losing seniors, but they're also freshmen and sophomore and under and junior. They have a lot of talent still. Yeah, absolutely. You you still got a lot of kids, bro, that are are there and are going to continue to compete for that school you got young blake he's a freshman yeah you got Jaden, who's a sophomore on the starting offensive line one of the better offensive linemen you know um you got a lot of young kids there you got julian who needs to you know you know get back on the field but he's still there and he's going to be one of their probably one of the best linemen that they still have so yeah you can still build around the pieces you have but you have to bring in some of those other students that are just walking through the halls not playing, you guys have to play to help out your school become better. Yeah, and stay consistent. You know, Vic with another year in, with the offense, plugging yep. away and, and growing. Yeah, Little Jacob, Carmine, all those yeah. kids. There's a bunch of kids there still. There's a chance to, to continue to grow on that, bro, um, for sure. But, yeah, man, I, I thought it was dope. High school playoffs are full go. You know what I mean? Like, um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Before we get into that, one more kid we didn't shout out who plays like a stud for his stature as well, David Gabaldon. Oh, my God. They continued to mispronounce his name, and I can't move forward without saying his name properly and also giving him his love because, man, he was all over the field on defense, on offense. He laid out for that one catch, bro. Yeah, beautiful catch. You, I don't think I've ever coached a kid that that most people look at and say, oh, this kid's probably not a very good football player. And he's he's a dog. Yeah. He's always in on the tackles, bro. He's always playing and he has the greatest attitude in life. Like, shout out to you, David. Keep doing your thing, man. He's a dog on the mat too, bro. Yeah, like he he'll get he'll get down on the wrestling yeah. mat here coming up soon too. So big shout out to David. You know, uh it's another another parent, Alumni. his dad that I played I played ball with. So special uh, right there too, right? Yeah. Like how football just keeps families together. Keeps them together, bro. And and it's it's one of those things, dude, that 
again, bro, it, it teaches you lessons in life. And then you can have, we got old war stories about football, you know, and it's like, you know, it, I can imagine some of the drive homes with Frank and Frankie sometimes going back and forth about just different things they've seen in the game, um, their perspective of the game. You know, Frank has seen so many football games and coached so many football games, definitely more so than I've forgotten, you know, and or he's forgotten more football games than I've than I can remember. But um, just his perspective and then his son's perspective, because Frankie Frankie sees a lot of stuff out there and, and you know, from an offensive point of view. So it'd be interesting to see who them you, conversations. Can you, yeah, who do you think would have the wildest stories around the campfire? The David and David Jr. or Frank and Frankie Jr. They're both the juniors are telling their stories about when they went through school, <laughs> and then and then the seniors are telling their stories. I, we we should have them on the pod one day. I'm down and kind of just do something like that, and I'm let's kind of talk about their experiences through both lenses. I would say shout uh, out to Frank and David. Hit us up. We want to have you on the one of the next episodes of DNA with the juniors, and we're going to talk about high school and how you guys got through it. I love you, Frank, but uh, uh, honestly, Frank probably wouldn't let anybody else get a word in. <laughs> no, I love Frank, bro. Uh, we'll big hear shout about out. the story about when Marquez made you guys run and he had to watch. We're going to hear that Fuck one. I'll that tell you that one. Yeah, fucking Frank on that. Son <laughs> of a fucking but yeah, man, you're getting ready to touch base. <laughs> High school football is in full swing and... There's a again, we coach a lot of great kids. There's a lot of great kids around the state who we've either coached through DNA or through some other outlet, whether I was in Montballo or they played Futures or again, they got yeah. training within DNA. And there was some games last night, you know. Shout out to uh, a lot of a lot of great teams, a lot of great games, you know, some close ones and some some stunning ones, honestly. Yeah. There were some surprises. I was surprised with Legend taking down Valor. Although, you know, it's not the Valor of yesteryear. They've still been pretty consistent on their uh, when it gets to the playoffs that they're they're going to do their thing. And then uh, for me, we were talking about it with, with Tiff and them last night about Roosevelt, yeah. how they've been kind of on this. I don't know if, if if they're getting bored with the regular season or what, but they they weren't looking too great going into the playoffs. And then they go and they boat road a uh, boat race Riverdale Ridge who. Um, you know, from North League, they're a really good team, solid, you know, getting better on, on you know, it, it, that's a talk about a program on the rise. And uh, they out there and just, just do them in 55 to 20. That kind of reminds me of a question I was thinking of in regards to like NFL teams, right? Yeah. Um, because you have a lot of Super Bowl champions who were like, wild card seeds who didn't have regular seasons that were the greatest right but right. got in and then went on runs and won the super bowl right and some did that consistently right the patriots sometimes didn't have the greatest of seasons but always would win in the postseason like you see tom in the postseason and he's it's a different out. guy it's like the yankees back in the 90s i the question i had was like what's more important to be like what's more of a accomplishment and what's more important to be an undefeated team like the dolphins or to be a team who doesn't do so well in the regular season but consistently wins the Super Bowl. I think the 07 Patriots would probably tell you to, to do well and be consistent and win the Super Bowl. I think when they went for that, you know, it took a lot out. There's a lot of there's a lot of expectations and pressure when it, as each win comes closer and closer to being the final win of the season. And you know, they got they got snuffed in that in that very last one in the Super Bowl. There's some kids in third world country right now rocking 19 and 0 Patriot champion shirts. You know what I mean? But um, I would say getting there, bro. I think especially I, I think it depends on where you're at in that run too, though. If you're a team that's never really won your division 
never really had much like let's take the Rockies for instance mm-hmm. right let's say the Rockies were on this run where the division was in 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 a possibility but their playoff you know ticket is almost punched I'm almost willing to go for the for the division because it's something you've never done before yeah. and, and it keeps you playing hot whereas like if you've won if you're the Patriots and you've won your division for 15 years straight and you know you know all you need to do is get a ticket I think them later Patriot teams didn't care so much about getting or how it looked getting there they just wanted to get there right punch their ticket because when they get into the cha- into the, the the dance we're going dancing for a long time so is Roosevelt the new Patriots? I mean, you see a lot of teams <laughs> that do that, though. No, yeah, for sure. Well, because you look at Roosevelt, right, who, like you said, didn't have the greatest regular season, but they kill it when it comes to the postseason. You look at teams like, you know, the upset with uh, Regis and Grandview. Yeah. You know, Regis is a, a team that's consistent, is very good during the regular season, and so is Grandview. So Grandview came I was going to say because Grandview that's a, that's had a tough a, schedule too. That is a mean? close, tough game right there. Two good opponents. So I don't know if that's really a big upset, but if the outsider looking in yeah. at that doesn't really know that anything about high school football would think that Regis is just going to steamroll through them. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and – it wasn't necessarily the case. It was a great game. It looked like Regis was going to win it. You know, shout out to Anthony Medina. He's a dog, bro. He He's a great football player, and, and I'm blessed to say that he, you know, he – one season I was able to coach him, yeah. and and it's remarkable to see what he's been able to do in his high school career. And I thought, you know, the fourth down where they went for it from when I was watching it on, on TV – it looked like it was close. They didn't give him the spot on the fourth down to to seal that game, but I wasn't there, and I couldn't really truly tell, yeah. honestly. So I can't speak towards it. But, you know, Grandview just did what they were supposed to do at the end of the game. It wasn't no, nothing necessarily that from what i seen that we just did completely horribly wrong. Like, of course, there's going to be things that they're going to go back to the drawing board and they're going to say, if we would have did this or we would have did that, we would have won the game. I just think Grandview got an opportunity at the end, and they sealed it. Then and they took advantage of it. You know what I mean? If Regis would have sealed it at the very end defensively, that would have you know kind of put the nail in the coffin. But Grandview's a good opponent, bro. That quarterback there plays great football. He's hard to stop. He's mobile, and he can throw the ball. And and that's that was our what we we're kind of talking about off air earlier was about like the strength of schedules in these conferences that both these teams are in. They're really good conferences. Mm-hmm. Regis plays a really tough schedule. They've played Creek. They've played, you know, they play the best of the best, Pine Creeks. You know what I mean? And so it's hard to get a gauge sometimes on, on, on these early round playoffs. I know Regis had to buy and Grandview had to kind of play through it. But it's hard to get a real good gauge on that sometimes. And we're talking about RPI and how sometimes that doesn't tell the full story. Because, I mean, you know, Grandview definitely proved to be very formidable despite what their, their ranking was and despite what Regis's ranking was. You could almost argue that maybe it should have been flipped the other way, mm-hmm. you know. But that, that's what makes it so interesting, dude, is just these, these strength of schedule sometimes don't always reflect as accurate as we like them to. And sometimes they do, you know. Yeah. Um, shout out Northfield with that, with that win over Pueblo Central. Yeah. You know, uh, that's a big win for DPS. And so they'll still have a, a dog in a the fight there as uh, East went down to Pine Creek. Um, and South also lost to Palmer Ridge. Bro, let me ask you a question. TJ, just, TJ also lost to Dakota Ridge. Yeah. Is, is Cherry Creek going to go – Win another one, bro. Or do you think like Columbine has a, has a legitimate shot to stop him? 
I only say Columbine because Columbine's also undefeated. And, you know, they're, in my opinion, in 5A, they're the only other team that has a legitimate shot to stop them. Obviously, a team can get hot and, uh, and, and, and do their thing. You know, Legend knocking off Valor, that might be enough to springboard them, right? Austin Valley will have something to say to that. Shout out to Mark. With, with he's up with Ralston Valley now too, yeah. Um, but you know, I just I just feel like there's not very many folks out there that are going to have a say when it comes down to whether or not Cherry Creek wins another one. Yeah, dude, I, you you might be right there. I think you know Dave Logan is consistently built winning teams, and it's hard to kind of go against that. But Columbine is also a, a school that produces. They produce programs, good programs bro, yeah, since yeah, we were young. Yeah, like they've got a great program. Real, they have always been a good team, and one thing they're always you can count them in for is they're going to be big up front. They're going to have a good line. They're going to have a good run game. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think they definitely can can get it going if they have that strong run game and they control the clock. They can definitely win. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, Chatfield are are. Uh, Cherry Creek is is a tough opponent, bro. So it, it's just depending on on the day of the week and and who wants it more at the end of the day. And then you know I mentioned Chatfield. Chatfield also upset Arapaho. Yeah. So you know Chatfield is a team that shout out to the uh, D line coach over there and and everything they're doing because they got a great unit of of strong young defensive linemen. And I think that you know they could also be a surprising team in 5a that can come out there and and give some of these teams a run for their money they've had some wins taken away from for some violations i think recruiting violations or some shit like that something some controversial that happened early in the season so they lost a good chunks of wins that were at the beginning of their season so um they they're a team that won 4a title and said we're gonna move up Mm -hmm. and they moved up and they haven't stepped back they're you know, just as good as, you know, as they were in 4A, they're in 5A. So they definitely can have a say about it. Um, you know, I just – it's hard pressed for me to find one, man. Um, yeah. You know, Regis was one because they've beaten them in the past. But, you know, now that Regis is – I guess Grandview, you know, depending on in, on how hot they get, you know, they, they might be able to have a, make, have a little say about that. Um, they play them tough every time they played them, although this year they, they kind of got blown out by them. Um you know, the only one, Arapaho, which I think they got bounced. So, yeah. like, you know, it's 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 tough to say, bro. They got a good quarterback, uh, Grandview does. I'll tell you that much. They can definitely give give them a run for their money. They got a great staff, great team over there. Um, they also have some size, so I can see them definitely competing. Um, I, you know, just Cherry Creek is, is a well-oiled machine, bro. Yep. And it's going to take a well-oiled machine to beat them. And who's going to be the most consistent? Yep. That's who's going to beat them. Do the little things right. That's what we told our boys all year, right? Yep. And then 4A is also one that you got to say, like, who's going to win 4A? Oh, no one's being uh, beaten. I, I, I want to say no one's beating Palmer Ridge, but I know that's not that that isn't. It's a little bit closer in 4A than I think than it is in 5A for I sure. No, you got Erie that still has it, something to say. Erie definitely has something to say about that. Broomfield in that, and then even 3A too is kind of nasty. How about, Bro- how about Broomfield, bro? Just continuing where they left off at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Coaching change and all. Be it, damn it, we're just going to continue to to ball out and. And, and leave off where we where we started, man. Shout out to Broomfield on that because they they've held it down. Um, you did bring up three A, and that's where I almost went just by default. But I don't, man. Green Mountain's going to be a tough one to beat. I think we saw what they considered the second 
team in in three A yesterday in Holy Family, and they they, they looked look the part. They do. They look, look the, the part. part. But yeah, I they think, also beat Broomfield this year. Yeah, I think Green Mountain is gonna be tough, tough to beat. They're gonna, they're a really good team, bro. And and I think you know, shout out to Tiff. We were talking about them scrimmaging. Not only Green Mountain, but they scrimmaged Palmer Ridge earlier in the year, and he feels like that's kind of what made his team a little bit better because they scrimmaged two of the top teams in the state. Yeah, you know what I mean. And both those teams are are very successful right now. Had undefeated seasons and are very dominant so far early in the playoffs. And we'll see what happens when Green Mountain gets that opportunity to be dominant too. You know, so I don't know, bro. I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah, man. Love it, love it, love it. It's breast time of the year. Um, you seeing? You see, did I say the breast time of the year? You did say the breast <laughs> time of the year. It was on my mind. It's the best time of the year, bro. Sometimes my mouth gets stuck together. Yeah. Pause. No, uh, what do you think about Harbaugh? Bro, have you, have you yeah, seen any of that stuff? I, I have seen a little bit, and then we were kind of talking about it, right? And then I kind of, you know, just started reading into it a little bit more. It's kind of crazy. Like, I think eventually maybe he's going to get what he wants and he'll be back on the field. But how I feel about things, bro, and, and it, this may be controversial a little bit. Uh-oh. And don't think that this is my approach because I just want to line up and beat you regardless. Okay. But the way I feel is if there's no clear-cut rule saying you can't do something before you do it, then you shouldn't be held to the same standards as the second person who does it. Well, because I think- then it's a rule, and then you get in trouble. But there, you know, there probably might be a rule about it. But I think there is in the NCAA about maybe like maybe they found a loophole. Well, I think it's like like you can't film, um, like you can't go and scout in person. Yeah, but is he still a staff member? See, that's where it gets great because I don't know. That, I don't know what his affiliation completely is. See that if that's a loophole. Then to me, that's on the NCAA. And what I like to tell people in my job environment is poor planning on your end isn't a crisis on mine. So if they didn't plan to account for a family member or a cousin who might go to that game and tell Harbaugh what they're doing, then but that's your bad. Miss. But let me ask you a question. Wonder if even if, if that's my team. Wonder. Okay, so all right. Hey Dom, I'm gonna go to these games over here. You want me to film for you? Yeah, man. Please do. Let me know what their signs say. All right, cool. But I don't got a ticket. Okay, let me buy you one, and then you start buying my ticket. Wonder what, what? if what if, what if it's 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 football boosters or someone from the program or administration that's buying the tickets for this guy to go do that? Hey, what if? Sometimes no, well, that's I think that's but, part of the question, but, though. But, but what if it was posed to them like this? Hey, man, me and me and little Timmy really want to go to a game. We haven't been to a game in a while in our area. Our local team happens to be this. Do you? Do you think you can uh, swing us some tickets? And oh, while we're there, I might be able to film a little bit of the game for you. <laughs> but that's that's the problem. That's against the rules. Yeah. You well, if it they is, got coaches, they got coaches. Film. Hey, if it is, then I get it. <laughs> but if it isn't, all I'm saying, if it isn't, is it really a is it really a crime? If it isn't a crime, that's the part of the problem. Is NCAA says you can't go and scout in person. If you got to you got to use wasn't film. There. And but if this, film. but if this dude is part of the, but he, this dude, but listen, is he? That's what I'm saying. Listen, I'm just Dom, being devil's advocate, Dom, guys. If, if, I don't, Dom, I don't condone in this Dom, kind of behavior. If but I I'm find just being devil's advocate, if I find some stolen shit, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, look at this stolen shit I found, Dom. Check it out, and you know that stolen shit. It's not. You know that you can't be watching film that was gathered from somebody who was scouting in person, right? If you, you should, and if you don't know, you should know the rules. 
But what if he doesn't know how he acquired that? And what if he doesn't know if it's stolen? Bro, if it's, like a, shaky, many, if it's a shaky ass cell phone let, video. Let's keep it real, though. How many people allegedly in your life have <laughs> ever brought you some shit and said, hey, you want to buy some stolen shit? Or how many people have brought you some shit and say, hey, I got these things. Do you want them? And then you typically ask where they come from. And they might have say, oh, they might have fell off the back of some right. truck or something. So and then, then you have to make that decision. But you're the one who asked where it comes from. So are from. we assuming that Harbaugh didn't say, where did this come from? I'm just saying are we he assuming didn't know? That, Are we assuming that he said, where did this come from? No, I'm not Okay, assuming, I didn't hear that. I'm not I don't assuming, know where it came from. I'm not assuming anything. But let me get In this film. All I'm saying is that I personally, me, Dominic, Coach Dom, <laughs> I don't know if Hardball had anything to do with it. So I'm So let me ask say, you a question then. Is it really cheating if he didn't know? If let me ask if you a question. Did, shame on you, bro. If it's dozens of times where this has happened, does it change? I think what he should think about is maybe he should go to the NFL. You go to a lot of games, dude, that we play. <laughs> <laughs> it's all opponents they play It's all like Big uh, Big Ten uh, opponents and shit bro So come on man If it's happening multiple times That ain't That ain't uh, no, no, That ain't right. a little fishy if, about if, that if right walks, there If it walks like a duck Talks like a duck It must be a duck <laughs> You're absolutely correct And Speaking again, of ducks If he did do that Then he did it But all I can say is I don't know <laughs> <laughs> so wow. it's alleged They suspended The dumbest ass suspension Is they're suspending him He can't be on a game At the games on game day But he can still coach the team During the week Yeah So is that really a suspension? Yes and no And then So let me, let me tell you this So what happens If he Has a conversation With one of his coaches During halftime <laughs> Is that a violation? Well yeah Like what's the rule say About like you know, Is it no contact he, With the team? Can he text them An adjustment Because hey, he's y'all, watching the game Y'all are weak On the, on the back I only, side I only think I only think about Like uh Major leagues, right? Yeah. Where the where the coaches in the hospital and he's like going yeah, crazy. Yeah, I love this French shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's all listening, listening to the in, game in his ear. Yeah, that's what I think of, right? Like if Harbaugh's sitting at home, there's ways watching the game. Penn State's beating them up. There's and he's ways like, do this because they're playing Penn State. There's ways. Maybe there's maybe one of the staffers has a hearing aid. Yeah, you know, if it was if it was Ohio State, if they're playing Ohio State, it's the Michigan and Ohio State rivalry. Do you think he finds a way to give him some secret messages? Oh, that do you it. think he has another person who used to work for him go to the game and absolutely <laughs> and text him? Absolutely, bro. He they're they're going to find a way because Michigan has a chance to play for a national title this year. They're a really good team, and they're going to figure it out, bro. Harbaugh, if you start sending sending messages through your brother. And having your brother give them adjustments or your wife, then they're going to get hey. you, bro. Be careful. Just all I'm saying is maybe you should just. NCAA going to come to Michigan. Like, how come Pizza Hut was texting you during the game? <laughs> yeah, they're hoping they're telling you to switch to a cover. <laughs> Yo, um, I wanted to ask you a question, bro. What's up? Since we're on the subject of football. Okay. What in the. F happened with your boy Joshy Poo up in, in Las Vegas, dog. Bro, this is the thing, right? I think shout out to Josh McDaniels. First shout out to Josh McDaniels. First and foremost, I ain't going to be one of those fans who's just going to completely bash the dude, especially when I spent some time backing the dude, right? I ain't going to flip-flop, be a flip-flop floozy is, <laughs> is what I would like to call it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, shout out to him. I think he's still a great football mind. But he's not a leader of men. No. And I think he lost his job because he lost the locker room. And and it's in disarray, bro. Like, 
we went from being a team that I felt like was a closed fist to now five fingers spread apart. Mm. And it's all Coach because analogy of, it's, over it's here. all because of his leadership. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's where I think he failed and that's why I think it was critical for them to get rid of him, especially when he's defending the Patriots in the locker room. I was just going to ask you about that. Do you think there's validity to that story? Fuck yes. Like, so you know if, the whole story, if, if right? All, if you're already losing the locker room and one of your coaches is getting up to give motivation to your players about how he played on a team that came back and beat the Patriots or beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl and how they were able to rally behind each other and, and win, and then you tell them, not to use that story as an example in front of your team, that's a problem. So you think that really happened then about him telling him not to use that story? I or do. not to talk about the Patriots that way? I do. Don't, don't Yeah, I do feel like that's what he did. I mean, he's, come on, let's keep it real. Like, the NFL is just a big gang. And hey. so he belonged to that set for all them years. He ain't going <laughs> to let nobody just start talking about his set like that, bro. <laughs> it's like, nah. Hey, McDaniel's straight up, bro. He's protecting his future uh, his future job opportunities by backing the Patriots. Hey, uh, he'll be back there. Hey, shout out. You know, I know uh, if history repeats itself, it's not great for interim coaches. Right? Interim coaches don't really – the majority of them don't really stick through and become – successful head coaches at that team yeah that they were interims at like they might land a job somewhere else and and become successful later on but the time that they take over interim a lot of them don't continue just to be head coach and stay with that one organization yo i thought i I hope coach ap does i thought he was he thought he brought a lot of passion and i thought they played for him this last week you know what i love bro did you hear what he did with the practice squad what he had the whole practice squad on our sideline during the game. Oh, nice! And when asked about it, it's because he wanted to make sure that everybody didn't get comfortable in their job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I like to hear, bro. Push them. Just because you're an NFL athlete, don't mean that you don't need to be pushed, bro. Every day could be your last day, and get out there and freaking work. Hell you yeah. know. So shout out to that, bro. If he could continue to bring that energy. I'm excited. Good luck for McDaniels and, 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 and Ziegler and whatever they got going in the future. Like, whatever. But, Good riddance. you know, Josh, I'll stand on. I think Josh McDaniels does have a great football IQ. Yeah. I just don't think he's a good head coach. And and two times shows that. The third team, you'll be a fool. It's on you at this point, right? Shame, shame, shame me once, shame on me. Yo. Fool me twice, shame on you. You know what I mean? You know how that saying goes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. Fool me yeah, twice, yeah, shame yeah, on me. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, um, I just, I think, I think freaking where, where I thought would be his third opportunity would be New England whenever Bill Belichick retired because I honestly thought he, or would, gets fired. he would leave. Well, I honestly thought he would leave like Vegas for that job, right? That, that would be the only job I could see him leaving Vegas for just because it was he's got history there. Now I, I think that's in question if, if you ever be in a possibility. I don't know if he'll ever get another head coaching job. Let, let me ask you this hypothetical that I got right now in my head brewing. Bill Balachek gets let go, Kraft lets him go at the end of the season because they're horrible. Mm-hmm. Mark Davis doesn't sign AP. He signs Bill Balachek to be the head coach next year. And Bill Belichick brings in Josh McDaniels as his <laughs> offense coordinator. <laughs> that would be some Mark Davis shit because he's already paying eighty nine million dollars to two coaches not oh, to coach. That would be so fucking stupid. But I feel like <laughs> as a, to keep it do. real, as a Raider fan, that's some shit we might do, bro. <laughs> Fuck.
Hey, before we go on, I want to make sure to give a big shout out to Inkless Laser Tattoo Removal, brand new to the metro area. Inkless is changing the game in tattoo removal. New technologies and ideas that allow Inkless to provide amazingly affordable opportunities to folks waiting to move on from past tattoo mistakes. Make sure you check out their flat fee pricing. Um, they got a lot of dope stuff going on. Hit up their website, inklesstattooremoval.com. Check them out. Book book a little uh, a little session. We still got a couple of uh, gift cards we're giving out. Hit us up with your tattoo nightmare, and we'll get you hooked up. It's inklesslasertattooremoval.com or at 445 Union Boulevard, Suite 200 in Lakewood, Colorado. Hit their website to schedule an appointment or call 720-594-8585. Big shout out to Inkless and what they're doing over there. Man. Man, you like that? Shout out to them. And it's that time of the year also when football is coming to the end. Just getting good. What are you talking about coming to the end? Don't say it. It is. I mean, it's coming to the end for high school. Like, it's the playoffs. And, you know, it's like mid to late season in the NFL. It's about to get time, bro. And when that happens, the NBA gets rolling. And we're starting to get rolling in the NBA right now. We are. What are you thinking about what the Nuggets have going on right now? Um, dude, I'm excited to uh, see how they've started the season. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been they've been dominant. Um, I think Jokic has uh, has has let motherfuckers know. He's my French. He has. He's put them on notice. MVP notice. Though you know. Um, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited for where it's going. I'm not excited about losing Jamal. Yeah. That one sucked. I mean, the timing of it kind of is is probably the best case scenario, though, right yeah. now. Yeah. Right? Because it's early still in an NBA season. It's kind of long. Like, yes, we got this in-season tourney that's going to be cracking off. But for the longevity of the whole year, it's still kind of early, bro. And we're going to lose him what they said Four through weeks. November, yeah. Yep. So for a month, three to four weeks, we he's out, but that's better than him being out for the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. That's when we need him. We need Jamal playoff Murray, Bubble Murray, just Jamal fucking Murray. Well, and, and but, even though I'm upset that he's that he's out, like I, I'm disappointed that he's out. That doesn't mean that I'm not like I'm not bullish on the Nuggets still doing their thing. Yeah, for sure. Like um, I think I think it's been proven with Jamal. Uh, what I'm encouraged by is Michael Porter Jr. Mm. stepping up, playing a little bit more defense, grabbing a little bit more rebounds, you know, being more active to the basket. Like, that's really got my attention. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, and then also I feel like Reggie Jackson stepped yep, up. Yeah, Reggie Jackson's playing place, better. You know, he's starting for them or for Murray in his place, and he he did well, and he got a lot of contributions from our young guys. Yep. Um and Julian Strother and Colin Gilles- Gillespie. I always butcher his name, Gillespie. I always want to put the P before the S. Gillespie. <laughs> Gillespie. But, yeah, but those young dudes have also been, been adding a little bit of support with, yep. with Reggie Jackson to fill that void of Murray being out. And as long as we can have that, because that was one of my biggest concerns was, is our bench as good as it was last year? Yeah. But so far... So good. Well, like, Reggie, we're off to a really good pace. And Reggie, man, he's um he's had a full off season, you mm-hmm. know, a full training camp with the team. Coming in, I, I think it can be hard finding your place coming in mid season. 
you know what I mean, to a team and trying to find, yeah, especially a team that was well established like the Nuggets where I think Brucey e. B had his had his role kind of locked down in, in what he was doing. So it's kind of hard to find your place in a team like that, right? Mm-hmm. But I think now that he's he's had a couple couple of chances to really get to get down to the brass caps thing and and learn the offense and learn what his role is going to be. He's he's definitely shined a little bit more, and I'm excited to see that. They're good, man. I think I think um, I think we're going to be we're headed on the right path, dude. We just got to stay consistent, and stay healthy. Yeah, and speaking of the path, I think we're on the road right now, right? We're getting ready to go Houston. play Houston in Houston. Um, Houston's a, a decent team, right? They're five and three. We're eight and one right now, so we will see how it goes. And then after that is the start of what I briefly mentioned. You briefly mentioned earlier is the start of the end season tournament. Well, I don't want to be a dickhead and correct you, but they started last week for for us. us yeah, we played. Um, Oh yeah, we were on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about that dope ass court, but it's a start for this next set of games. Versus the Clippers. Versus the Clippers on Correct. Tuesday, and then obviously the Pelicans on Friday. What do you think about this in season tournament, bro? Like, I, I I honestly got to read a little bit more up on it. I haven't been too too uh, involved with it, um, but I just, I mean, I I get, I get it. It makes a little bit more competition in the middle of a long season yeah you know what i mean and and that's cool in a sense i just worry about the risk of injury but it's really still the same games the same amount of games that was my one question for you earlier and you answered that for me yeah it's Um, it's it's the same amount of games it's just 30 teams compete eight teams advance one is crown champion all teams split into six groups during play in november uh, eight teams advanced a single team, uh, single, single elimination knockout in December, culminating with semifinals championship at a neutral site, which is Las Vegas. So let me ask you something. What's up? Is there any way that a team can win the in-season tournament but not make the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. Because all they're doing is so – have you seen like on the World Cup? Yeah. Where they have like different groups of teams they yeah. play and then they play into a bracket form? That's all they're doing here. So say a team's hot early this year – and then they they're not hot at the end of the year. That's absolutely possible. You know what I mean? You can get you can get someone. This ends when uh, this in December. December ninth is the championship. Oh yeah. So There's it's very possible. Yeah, it's like a first half first half of the season kind of championship. So that's kind of crazy, right? To have a in season champion who didn't even make the playoffs. Like, does that take away from the validity of the championship at that point? No, I don't think so. What I think this is is a grab. I think this is a grab to try to get. Um, viewers international viewers yeah and, and maybe non-conventional basketball viewers because it's like hey it's like oh what, what there's a championship there's a trophy well and let's talk let's keep it real like to think that some of these leagues don't have their money and some of the gambling that they suspend players for oh yeah absolutely is, is it's another gambling opportunity you know what i mean and it's going to be another gambling opportunity for for Money to be brought into the NBA, yeah. even though they suspend players for participating in things like that. I, I think it's you know I see what they're trying to do. You also got to keep teams engaged because you, you know you get to the point where some a team knows they're not going to be good and they start tanking in November. Like you know that's that's no good for anybody either. You know, so I think it's just trying to find ways to keep people engaged. Let's 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 be real about it. Uh, all these leagues make their money off of advertisement on on network. Right mm-hmm. and and getting their their money from network TV, so this is another way to to build viewership, to get more people tuning in. You mentioned off air, and we'll talk about it now. The the courts, 
Yeah, uh, all the different style of courts. They're pretty dope. There's some different ones. There's some ones that hurt my eyes a little bit, but they're all unique. Yeah, and you get people seeing that like, what is this new court about? What's this? And you just start getting more interest and more viewers to go. I can see why they're doing it, man. It's definitely um, a, a different way to do it. Basketball, baseball, maybe hockey. You can do things like that in. You can't do it like a football. Yeah, I mean, definitely not. I mean, there's not enough games to do something like that, really. Yeah, honestly. Um, and and it be a, a deserving award, you know what I mean? Like, yep. like or even a award that anybody would like to hang their hat on, you know what I mean? This at least have has a little bit of duration to it, um, bro. But, I don't mean to get off topic here, but it just it had me thinking of something. Do you think there'll ever be a time where we don't have football anymore? Like where it's not uh, dominating, like mainstream society and, and it's not getting the numbers that it does because like the, the the football games that are like the least watched still are out viewed or out view other sports like basketball hockey like the amount of viewership they get so i just you know it's it's so dominant bro but it's also it's also a very rough contact sport i also i that's what i was getting ready to say like i think football's in danger because of the demographic of of society right now Right, I think a lot of people shy their kids away from playing football, and the after you know seeing some of the participation and the buy-in of the importance of football at a young age, yeah. growing into into high school, and how many kids even drop off at that point. Right, so many kids who start at a young age, majority of them don't even play in high school. Yeah, very few play in college, and one in a great chance play professionally so i think because of the declining numbers at the youth level it is going to eventually impact the nfl in in viewership because that young level is who becomes our fans later in life right that's why we're fans because we played the game we understand the game and we love it so there's no way that you and i will ever stop viewing watching football but a person who maybe didn't grow up loving the game might choose to go do something else or watch something else and play some football. Yeah. So it, I think there is some validity to the, to we could be in trouble, but it's the greatest game on earth. So I hope not. Well, since we're on football, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and flip into this next segment. Ooh. Want to do some picks. We had, we had a little fun with this last time we got together. I think we got a lot well received. I want to do it again. My question is, do you want to pick them straight up or do you want to pick them against the spread? It's up to you. I'm asking I, you. You're you're Domstradamus. I really don't care. I usually just go for straight ups. But we well, let's can, go straight ups then. We can go spread. Let's go straight ups then. Let's go straight ups. And we'll start with the first one. You you got this list up here. You good with this you list? Do you want me to go first or you on first? Um, well, I'll I'll introduce the game and I'll let you go first and then okay. I'll go after. How about that? Okay. That work? Yes, sir. Do I feel like we should have some NFL music behind us. Like some NFL films type music. I don't have nothing on here with mm-hmm. that, bro. But um, first game mm-hmm. that we can go to mm-hmm. is Indianapolis at New England. This game's being played in Frankfurt, Germany. Far travels. So game. it's not a home game for New England. It's not a home game. Technically speaking, it is, but I think. Indianapolis is going to win that game. Pick Indy on that one too, bro. Not very much to say other than New England's a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, they're, <laughs> they're pretty bad, bro. So I would definitely do them. Should I introduce this next one? You yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. This next game, we got Houston traveling to Cincinnati. Early game. 
I take Cincinnati. Cincinnati's on a roll, bro. They're 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 fucking butter right now. They are, bro. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go opposite of this one. I'm gonna go with the guys traveling. I'm gonna go with Houston. Shout out CJ Stroud with his big day. CJ Stroud is doing, bro. He's a Buckeye. He's doing his things, as many of you know. Like, of course, I'm a Colorado boy, and I love the Colorado schools. But I grew up loving Ohio State because of all the stickers on the helmets, and I was a big Eddie George fan. Yeah, you know, I just love the Buckeyes, bro. So to see CJ Stroud doing his thing, go Buckeyes. New Orleans at Minnesota, another early game. Who do you got? Ooh, there's another dumpster fire in Minnesota going on. But Josh Dobbs did his thing last week. Dobbs did his thing. And my boy Justin is questionable. I don't think he's going to play, but he is questionable if you're looking at your lineup. So we will see, but I will go ahead and go with the home team. I'm going to take the home team also, man. I I feel like uh, they can do enough to get it done. They've been playing really well on defense again over the last few weeks. I think Minnesota takes that. While I got the pack going up against the Golden Black and Green Bay going to Pittsburgh for an early game, who do you got there? Give me Blitzburg, bro. I think uh, <laughs> the boys play defense, and if, as long as they as Kenny Pickett don't screw it up, I think they're going to they're gonna take that one too. Yeah, you know, they are a good team. I do definitely think they'll take care of this one at home. All right, all right, all right. Tennessee at Tampa Bay, 11 o'clock start. Will Levitt's. Well, Levitt's coming through with that 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 freaking flair. Yeah, who you got? I have Baker and Tampa Bay winning that one. I do too, man. Let's go Baker. I think uh, Tampa Bay is going to be too good at home. Um, you know, I, I like what Will Levitt's is doing, but where the hell's uh, Derrick Henry been? Ah, I don't know, bro. It's I mean, it's kind of what happens with running backs, though. It's hard. To, they just disappear. It's kind of hard to continuously do that, bro. Especially when you're a bigger body. So we also have a great game coming up with this next one. We got the Niners. Traveling down to Duval to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Niners going to be on three straight losses coming into this game. It's going to be four straight, dog. I think Jacksonville's oh. going to take them out. Hey, Trevor Lawrence, bro, has had a surprisingly, not surprisingly, but a but somewhat of a really good year that a lot of people kind of may not have given him credit for because he looks like a Hanson brother. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh. I think I'm going to go with the 49ers in this. I just don't think they're wow. going to lose another one. Um, I think they're going to fix it, and they're going to go into Jacksonville and win this game. Okay. Okay. Wow. Division North rival Ooh, going at it. Here. This is going to be a black and blue this game. Is, this is probably my pick for game of the week. Really? Already, huh? Oh, Cleveland yeah. at Baltimore, 11 a.m. on Fox. Uh, who do you got? I'm going to go with B-more, but yeah. I think Cleveland is uh, – is definitely an opponent that can go in and beat Baltimore. In Baltimore, they've been there before. It's, when you have a division rival, I mean, sometimes one can say that's like your second home. You're there so much that Cleveland might be able to just go in there and, and do what they got to do, but I'm going with B-more. I agree with you that you can't sleep on a division rivalry. However, there's tears to this thing. And I don't think Cleveland is quite on that same tier as Baltimore. I think uh, Lamar Jackson has got it all clicking right now. They're finding something with the run game. I'm gonna have to go be more on that one, man. I don't think uh, I don't think you know Cleveland can do enough to stick with that offense, bro. And I I don't think it's gonna be close. I think they win by at least ten. Yeah, no, that might happen. And then this next one, battle got, of the birds. We got the birds going down. You got the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Arizona, and is Murray back? 
I, I haven't seen anything that said he's going to be, but I, it, I know this, I know it's it's up in the air possibly. I did see this video of him working out with the quick ladder, and he was about eight years old and three foot tall. <laughs> You're so <laughs> stupid. Nah, he's he's supposed to be getting there. Like I I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're going to bring him back, bro, but, you know, there's a lot of money tied to him, and if he gets hurt, like, you know, that, that money gets even more tied to them. But I know that he's he's back with the team in terms of they taking him off IR. I think they have to decide, in like, the next week or two whether or not he's going to play. Otherwise, he's done for the rest of the year. So I would imagine what do you got to lose? You got to see what you have in him. Yeah, who you, who you, who'd you take? I'm going to go with Hotlanta. I, I just think I, – I, I honestly think Arizona don't give a shit about winning this year. Yeah, I – I just haven't seen much from Arizona either, even though um, Bebop and Atlanta isn't really, you know. <laughs> they need to figure out how to use Bijan Robinson, yeah, bro. Yeah, they do got to figure that out a little bit. It took I a think, hurt in, in fantasy a couple weeks ago with his no touches. Yeah, That shit pissed me off. I think they will figure out how to use him this week against Arizona and get a win, a convincing win. All right, Detroit at Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Detroit's hot. Los Angeles is hot. Who you got? Well, I would love to take Detroit in this one just because the Chargers are a, you know, division foe. But I'm going to have to go with the Chargers at home. Yo, Chargers are going to charge you. I'm going to take Detroit with this one on the road. Nice. I think they're going to do their thing. I think the Chargers are going to find a way to get in their way. And uh, you might be seeing Staley out the door in Los Angeles very, very soon. I'll take in Detroit. Hey, man, I would hope so. Um, not to for them to lose a job, but for them to lose a game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wish that on anybody. But, hey, New York, the Giants going over to Dallas, man. And the Giants have been another uh, – as you can see, dumpster fire a little bit. And I don't know what's going on over there. I got Dallas winning this one convincingly. Um, uh, Jones is out for the rest of the season now. Yeah. You know, uh, Tyrod Taylor's. Uh, well, yeah, he did ACL. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor's, you know, with with a rib cartilage injury, he's out. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they got playing at quarterback. They might have to go try to get Eli out of retirement off that couch yeah. on Monday nights. And Micah. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm with Dallas also, bro. I think Dallas is going to win this one, and it's not going to be close. But here again, it's another one of them division games, it division is. rivalries. And you know how those things work, man. It, it, sometimes they, they're a little bit closer than we think they're going to be. But having seen what Dallas did to New York in that first game of the season. With their starting With unit. their whole squad, right? Uh, I don't see any way New York wins that game. Yeah, it's just I think there's too much stacked against them in this one, unfortunately. And Dallas is going to win that pretty convincingly. Three another, more. another division rival yep. of those two teams. We got the Washington Commanders going up against the Seattle Seahawks. Washington's got to go all the way to the West Coast. Um, I think that West Coast trip is a little bit easier than the East Coast trip. Agreed. But I do believe that Seattle is a good team. They play ball the right way. And uh, Pete Carroll always got that team ready to go. So I'm going to take Seattle at home on this one. Uh, I think Sam Howell's going to get in the way of Washington having any kind of success. Man, you know, I picked him up the other week, and, and he had a good week, and then he didn't have a good week. And now I have him and Gino, and I'm debating on which one should I play <laughs> this week against each other. Um, and I also am going to go with Seattle. I think Seattle gets it and figures it out against, uh, you know, a decent commander team. All right, boy, I got your jet. The, your, your, the Jets going to your boys over in Vegas. Antonio Pierce has them boys 1-0 since McDaniel's been getting got fired. Who do you got in this one? I think well, I know where you're going, but who you got? Well, I think I'm going to have to surprise everybody and pick the Jets in this one. Psych. No. <laughs> 
got him. Yeah, of course, I'm going him. with the Raiders and not just bias pick. I just think we're a better team than the Jets right now. I think if Aaron Rodgers was still with the Jets, I would have probably a difference of opinion right now. Um, but I am still on the fence, and I want to see if Coach AP could actually do it two weeks in a row. Can those boys play for you like they did last week? We'll see. I hope so, but I'm sticking with my team. All right, and the last last pick. Did you? Did you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm taking the Raiders. Okay, don't taking try to Raiders. skip over us. Taking the Raiders. Now I'm gonna go with the Raiders with a second win at home. I don't think New York's consistent enough. Uh, although their defense is really good, uh, I think the Raiders find a way. Just I think these boys are playing for for Antonio Pierce, and I think you're gonna see actually more of the talent that the Raiders have shine through than what they didn't have. So um, I, I think McDaniel's was the cancer, bro. To be honest with you, so I can't see that. Yeah, no, I definitely can't see that. And then the last game of the is this mine to you first or you to me first? Go ahead. Is is a surprising one. Um Monday night football, you have Denver traveling to the East Coast to go play Buffalo. Yep. Uh I think Buffalo's gonna be Buffalo and I think uh, Josh Allen's gonna come out and uh he's gonna be hard to contain. And I'm going to take Buffalo in this one. And, I, you know, I don't know that it's going to be close. Yeah, I know. It, uh, it's definitely not going to be close, I don't think. If it was in Denver, maybe it would be a little bit different of an outcome. But I think going all the way to play in the East Coast at a, on a Monday night game, it takes a little bit of an adjustment. And I feel like they're going to definitely have to uh, turn some things around in order to win that game and it's just going to be a little bit too much for them to handle when i got buffalo taking that one pretty easily there it is there's our picks for the week nfl sunday tomorrow uh this would be out obviously before then but uh yeah that's fun man that's fun we should have kept track so i can tell you who's going to be better than the other person but maybe we'll do that next time yeah for sure and i definitely want to before we get out of here we had some breaking news um just popped through my timeline and you know i definitely have to say something because this is you know, a former Raider and former NFL player tragically lost his life early Saturday morning. Um, DJ Hayden was killed in a traffic collision in Houston Saturday morning. He was 33 years old. He last played in 2021 with the Commanders. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you know, he he was a great player for us, bro. He had some injuries with us. I don't know if you remember. He had that real almost career-ending injury where he came back from and and uh, he had surgery and then came back and he played decent and then he left with us and had a, a, a few stints in a few places and then just kind of ended up, you know, retiring. But it's it's never good to see anybody lose their life, especially, you know, somebody who's not prayers to his family, yeah. man. It's it's very unfortunate. Uh, life is finite and, you know, we never know when it's going to be our time. So uh, definitely prayers to his family and and, uh, and those, you know, those surrounding him. That have a lot of love for him, so very unfortunate to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, I hate to leave it on that note. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, My bad. But it's about that time we hop up out of there to the session. Um, big shout out to you, bro. It's good seeing you. Good yeah, doing this again. This I mean, I know fun. we see each other all the time, but it's fun to see each other like this. Um, sure. Shout out to Inkless Laser Icon Sales and Boxing Anytime Flood Restoration Zach G and the Play Harder Podcast. What up? 
Yeah. Rebel Promotions, Black Sevens, Janice's Catering, Lash All Beauty, Cutthroat Barbers and Anglers, the Fly or the Canyon Fly Shop, the Westminster or the Colorado Wolfpack Youth Football Organization. Yeah. As always, DNA Sports Denver.com, DNA Sports Training. If you guys need a session, you want to start getting that off season work in early, hit up DNA Sports Denver.com. Let's get it popping. Let's get it booked for my partner, Dom. Hey, we're out, man. It's been a pleasure. We love your support always. Make sure to click, comment, and subscribe on our YouTube and share it with somebody you know. Tell somebody to tell somebody. We out. That's it, man. We out of here. Peace.